Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Ben Carlson, and this is the Catch-22 of selling your house right now. A house a few doors down from mine went up for sale a couple weeks ago. And after being on the market a few days, there was word of multiple offers above asking price. The whisper we heard was a much higher price than they paid. So my wife and I immediately did the back of the envelope what kind of price action this would mean for the value of our home. Well, I mean, if they got this, can you imagine what we get for our house? It's way more than we paid for it, which is kind of exciting. But there's a catch in this line of thinking. Yes, we could probably sell our home for well above the price we paid it right now, what with the short of the housing supply on the market and the fact that the real estate market in general is just going crazy from a combination of demographics and the pandemic. Unfortunately, the price you sell your home for is only one side of the equation. You have to live somewhere, so selling your house for a higher price simply means that you would turn around and have to buy a house that's also trading for a higher price, thus negating any windfall for the sale of your home. I suppose you could always downsize or move to a lower cost of living area, but this shows the strange psychology involved in buying and selling a home. People could, of course, get into a bidding war on your home when you go to sell it, but you're just as likely to get into a bidding war of your own these days for the house you want to buy. It's the catch-22 of any real estate transaction for people who already own a home. I'm sure this is a conversation being had by many people across the country right now because the real estate market is just so hot. According to Redfin, asking prices are now at an all-time high, up 10% from just a year ago, while the number of active houses listed for sale is down 36%. Meanwhile, home sale prices are up 15% from a year ago. These higher prices mean many current homeowners are sitting on a lot of equity at the moment. Here's Bloomberg. And I quote, by the end of last year, more than 30% of U.S. homeowners were considered equity rich, meaning their property was worth twice as much as the underlying mortgage report showed, end quote. So what do you do if you're lucky enough to be in the position of being equity rich? Well, you could sell your house. We've already gone over this one in terms of the trade-offs, but there is another benefit to having a decent chunk of home equity. You can use it as capital for your next down payment. With prices trending higher and mortgage rates on the floor, coming up with enough money for a down payment remains one of the biggest roadblocks for first-time home buyers. Maybe the most overlooked aspect of being a homeowner is the fact that it allows you to bank savings you can use towards a down payment of your next home. Regardless of the catch-22 nature of this transaction, the temptation to sell is likely higher than it's been in many years because equity can help soften the blow of higher prices in the form of a down payment. You could also use it to fix up your house. Not only does moving to another home right now mean paying a higher price, but the entire process of moving is generally just a pain. There are transaction costs involved. You always end up spending way more than you plan on outfitting your new place. And many people just have an emotional attachment to their current home, neighborhood, or community. It's probably less of a headache for more people to just simply use the equity built in their home to fix it up or improve their current house. And you can do so by taking out a home equity line of credit if you don't want to tap cash reserves at the moment. This is one way to take advantage of lower rates and improved equity positions. And if you use that line of credit to improve your home, the interest is tax deductible. Another option is you could cash it out and use it for something else. I like the HELOC option because it offers flexibility. It can act as a form of emergency financial backstop since you aren't forced to do something with it right away. But you could always do a cash out refinance if you wanted to, if you have enough equity in your home. You could invest that money, pay it on other high interest rate debts, start a business, take out a blowout trip when the pandemic is over, whatever you think. Maybe that money is better off staying put for many people, but with rates where they are today, I can see the appeal of putting that equity to work elsewhere. And your final option is just do nothing. The last option is by far the most boring, but you could just stay put and continue to pay down your mortgage. There's nothing that says you have to use your equity to make a move. Some people are content simply paying off their home and don't look at it as an asset that requires financialization. In fact, forced savings are one of the biggest benefits of home ownership. And it should be said, the current environment won't last forever. Eventually, interest rates will rise, I assume, or we'll have another recession or demand will finally slow down for some reason we can't even think of right now. 
But home equity remains by far one of the largest assets for the majority of the middle class in America right now. Many retirees are going to want or have to utilize their home equity in some form in the years ahead. This space is ripe for a fintech firm to come in and make it much easier for people to tap their equity. For more from me, check out awealthofcommonsense.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Solid.